This week's episode of Comics for Fun and Profit is brought to you by Toxic Star Wars fans. Who hurt you? Can't you just enjoy some Star Wars? It's an embarrassment of riches we are getting right now. I mean, there's so much Star Wars, and it's all pretty good. So can you please stop? Can you can you just can you just stop with the hate? There's nothing wrong with a lot of Star Wars. A variety of Star Wars. Different types of Star Wars. Nothing wrong with it. So just sit back and enjoy, and don't be so damn picky. George Lucas would be rolling over in his grave if he knew the way you were acting right now. You should be... Oh, wait. I, I'm, I'm being told he's very, very much alive. Um, George Lucas would be disgusted at the way you're acting. So please, for the love of force sensitivity, please just enjoy all the Star Wars for what they are. More Star Wars. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 819 for comics originally coming out on, what is it, April the 25th and April the 26th. Boy, Drew, it's good to be back. We missed a couple weeks because we are wonderful husbands and we've done loving things like date nights and concerts and things with our wives. But now it's time to get back to the people in our lives who really mean something to us. That's right. (laughs) The listeners. Yeah. Back to back date nights. Yeah, and, it's you know, it's he, like our significant others could care less about our podcast appointments. They they don't seem to take that into mind at all. <laughs> no, they no don't. consideration for that. It's almost like they actively hate the podcast. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> it is it's, weird. It's almost like they bringing up every fight and argument we've gotten into for the past ten years. <laughs> I don't quite understand it, but anyway, let's talk about fun stuff. That's right. And we've got some. Some fun questions that came in. Uh, with the success of the Super Mario Brothers movie, yes, that thing's made, what, a half a billion dollars already or something? Dude, it was so cool. I took the whole family to it, and then on the way home, just plugged the phone into the truck and just blasted peaches on the way home. Everybody had a grand old time. <laughs> now, did everybody get it? Did everybody? Did you get more Easter eggs out of it than? Uh, oh yeah, I absolutely got a ton of things out of it. There was just stuff, a bunch of really cool things for it. So like, there's a point where you know Peach is running through the obstacle course, and I flash back to Mario too, and I'm like, Peach needs to at some point float because Peach's special thing is she was the one that could float. And sure <laughs> enough, boom, right at the end she just floats. I'm like, that was for the old school people. That was for old school people. I look at the pizza place, and the pizza place is titled uh, Knockout Pizza or uh, Punch Out Pizza. And you go in there and you look on the wall and you see pictures of Glass Joe and Piston Honda and Soda Popinski <laughs> and that kind of stuff. And I'm like, yep, that's my old NES stuff. Little and then fan the, service. The commercial and stuff they make is from the old Super Mario Brothers Super Show from back in the day that she used to tape for me. Oh, yeah. So there was some really cool old stuff in there that uh, I was able to just like smack my 12-year-old and be like, <laughs> and he's like, shut up, Dad, I'm eating popcorn. <laughs> well, it's been very successful. So... Kyle, let's give this one to you. Now, what now, Nintendo games would... So are, have we just... Op- are, do we have the NCU? Are we in the Nintendo Cinematic Universe have we begun? I think so. Another MCU. We have the Minim- Miyamoto Cinematic Universe. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. That becomes the question. But all right, sorry, with all, I cut you with off. All this, no, that's fine. With all this success, what Nintendo game would you like to see, or games, would you like to see made into movies next? Obviously, Zelda's the big hello, yes. but he is a mute protagonist. So the the first question you have to do is, do you 
break all characterization and give Link the ability to speak. Because he's never spoken. Make it. He's, he's, you know, he's just, yeah, Lee, ah, yeah. yeah. But for the okay. most part, he does not speak. So there's that difficulties. Okay. Um, so is that okay? I, it's very difficult to do a, a show with. Yeah, okay. But I love the world. I love the Triforce of Power, the Triforce. I love the the Ganons of it all. And yeah. The, the, the Zeldas of it all and the Land Before Time and the different places. I like all of that. So I very much enjoy the lineage of it. Um, of course, Metroid, Samus, one of the great lead characters, yeah. mysteriously a female. We were yeah. all shocked and all in 1987 when we typed in Justin Bailey in the password bank when we began our NES encounter. And boom, we get her without the helmet and it's a chick. And we're like, wow, that's awesome. I don't think I knew that password. Justin Bailey, you don't remember typing that in at the very end to get, you know, you start with all the power-ups without the helmet? No, no. Amazing. So I played I, it straight, bro. I'm 41. Well, that's, this was what you did when you finished. You, you, yeah. you know, back in the day, it wasn't like my children where I hand them an a, uh, Xbox with the access to 490 games that I've collected right, over the years. Right, right, We got one game, <laughs> and uh, we were told to make it last for seven months. <laughs> That's true. So That's I had true. to learn to do other things with Metroid. So well with Contra, I still remember up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, select, start. BA but select. Yeah. Was it BA yeah. select? Well, it was BA start, BA select, start for two player. Oh, okay. And that was the Konami code. It worked for multiple Konami games. The Konami code, yes, yes. Yeah. But I did not know the Justin Bailey thing. So yes. So of course Metroid, you have aliens, you have the you know the Metroid brain. So you, yeah, you have that's a good one. You know, space is always cool. And if you're considering, of course, our favorite Final Fantasies as Nintendo characters, they started on Nintendo. Did of course, they? some of those are the greatest. You know, the original NES or the original Final Fantasy was an NES game. Um, you know, five and or Final Fantasy four and Final Fantasy six, which are my favorites, were Super Famicom and then Super Nintendo games. Mm, okay. Initially, so those have some of my greatest stories ever told. Same thing with like the Dragon Warriors, things like that. Um, there was another one that popped into my head. And I was like, "Ooh, that'll be a good one." There are, you know, there's tons of really cool things you could do with it. But you, I mean, you kind of got to broaden the universe by going. You got to go your Star Foxes and stuff like that. Pretty, pretty early on. Yeah, yeah. And you know, do do you just mine the NES for a while? And not jump into the Super NES, right? You just stay in the in the NES for a while. I mean, you can just do it. Yeah, I mean, you can create a world and and like just like they brought Donkey Kong into Mario and things like that. You can do the same thing with Captain Falcon and a bunch of you know essentially anybody who is in a Smash Brothers type thing. Yeah, easily be done. Yeah, that's cool. That's very cool. I but like yeah. it. I like it. I'm gonna and I think Contra has been made, hasn't it? It was live uh, action. I don't know. I'm not sure if Contra has or not. And that might have been an S and an S N E M anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, your favorite uh, Disney Plus uh, is it the Star Wars series, the Marvel series, or is it something else? Star Wars, in every yeah. way, shape, and form. Yeah. So we, beyond giving us the Mandalorians of it all, uh, and or se- season seven of Clone Wars, um, that kind of stuff, absolutely. And what's coming up, Ashoka? Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yes, Ahsoka. Ahsoka I, I, I get so sad when I think about you and I think about watching that Ahsoka trailer because, like, I got so much out of it. 
I watched I it like five I times. Know. And you gotten you probably there's no way you got anything out of it. I got anything out of it, yeah. You're just like, okay, hey, that she's green. Yeah. I've I've Hey, been look, a- more droids. Who's that guy? Uh, it was probably like Sad. you probably enjoyed you probably got Easter eggs out of Mandalorian that I didn't get. Yes. But I still loved it. So yeah. um and you're and you're not you're not you got one more to go. You're not current, right? Correct. I've got one more Mando to go. One more Mando to go. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. And oh, you, you and I Mando. were having an, an argument about, you know, there are always seem to be very throwaway episodes in the Star Wars properties. Yeah. But they've always done that. Even Clone Wars, like half of a season is kind of fluff. But then you get like three seasons down the road and that fluff. You're like, oh, I remember when we did that three years ago and I didn't think it really meant anything. Yeah. So those things are. I'm trying to make an argument for Marvel because there's more of it, right? (laughs) So they brought me they brought me a Hawkeye series. I mean, that should be enough to win me over. They brought you a Moon Knight series. I mean, yep, they right. made your childish dreams come true. There's not yes. much more than that. Right. And, you know, and then we got like excellent, excellent series, you know, one division mm-hmm. was great. Yes. Um, so it and, and should they, be Marvel. Yeah. And Disney plus overall as a whole has, you know, taken me back to non binge appointment television. So I, I always yeah. enjoy that fact. Yeah. And like the something else, I was like, can I make an argument for the HBO Max DC stuff? No, <laughs> no, I cannot. Not yet. No, there's just not enough of it, and the quality's not there. Yeah. And so, yeah, when it comes to, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, Star Wars, there's not enough. There's not much of it, but I love it all. Well, if you're into all of it, which being the Rebels yes. and the Clone Wars, there is a lot of it. The Bad Batch right. of it That's all. True. That's true. That's true. If I added the animated, then it would add, add a little bit even yeah. more to me. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, it's it, it's it's a tough one for me because there's more Marvel that I that I dig, but the Star Wars is so good. Mm-hmm. The Star Wars is so good. Yeah. Man. Uh, let's see. Um, in it. Episode eight sixteen. Um, that was when Mike was on when you were mm. you were at your date night. There you go. If um if we could add a library to our house, um, what omnibuses, compendiums, and hardcovers would ha- you have in there? If I had a library, man, um, yeah, I'd have it look like a comic book shop. Yeah, I'd put as many I've of them read. as I could get, <laughs> as much stuff as I could pick up, and I would. If room was not an issue, space was not an issue, it'd, yeah, it'd yeah. be cool to have a library of comics. BKV sets, um, like, I've not read through that whole 300-issue Nightwing run, so yeah. the compendiums for all of that would be yeah. nice. I'd like to, to barrel on through that at some point in time. Yes. Um, what is, What was one of your best finds from a dollar bin that you guys made money off of? Let's say $50 or more. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, if you think of sets, like I know I've put together multiple Secret Wars two sets um, that I've gotten fifty bucks for. I've put mm-hmm. uh, things like, you know, Lethal Protector sets that we were able, you're able to get that much out of. Yeah. Yep. Um, like one single comic that I ever get a quarter bin comic that I got fifty bucks for. I don't know. I don't know what I it mean, would be. Your Secret Wars is eight now, and you got for quarters and could easily sell for. Uh, I don't bucks. think I don't think eight was ever in the quarter bin. I wasn't. No, I think the black the black suit was always hot, and it was never in the quarter bin or the dollar bin. But 
uh, you know, most of the other Secret Wars issues were in there, and they're they're expensive now. Yeah, uh, you know, if I would have, you know, I could have gotten Dark Horse Star Wars stuff, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Um, yeah. So I, I didn't actually make anything off those. Um, you know, if you cumulative the like those Harley books I was telling you, I've definitely mm-hmm. made more than fifty bucks for the dozen or so I grabbed of that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there was a like a big winner that I got. Uh, I think it's just like you know, lots of du- singles and doubles, man. Mm-hmm. You know, not not a lot of home runs, but a lot of singles and doubles that were fun. Yeah, yeah, that one. I don't think I gave a dollar for that one. I gave. Let's yeah. see. Oh, uh, so like, I'm seeing here that I uh, I actually I duplicated my whole Canaan run for a dollar a piece, including the first one. Oh, okay. Um, and those are now showing a lot like. Canaan issue one is now is now looking at it's it's looking like it's worth seventy bucks and I have you know five issues of that which there you go uh, I've, I'm, I'm heading over to my comic book realm to look at because I put price paid for some of this stuff oh, um, cool and some of those I gave a dollar for that have a seventy dollar bank value um, same thing with yeah a couple of old um, I found a, a really old amazing Spider Man that's worth a good bit of money that I found in the dollar bin. Um, paid a dollar for that Dark Horse Wish Dark Horse Witcher book. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, worth a good bit there. Found that in the dollar bin. Wish I would have picked up The Last of Us. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. How about uh, when you're do- doing your bin diving? Do you ever buy a comic just for nostalgia? Maybe an old Archie comic that you read as a kid. Yeah, I always grab Power Pack stuff and Transformer stuff, even though I don't yeah. need them and I have dupes of them. I always yep. grab Team Titans, even if I don't have my list with me, just because yep. it might fit. I I am similar. Um, it is uh, was the Moon Knight 1980 series, the original series. Mm. If I saw them in the wild in a bin for a buck or less, I'd grab them, knowing that I had them. But just like well, I'll run, I'll do a second or a third run of it because yeah. it was it was my that was my guy. So I would I would always grab those. Um, to I started leaving Mark Spector's alone because I had so many. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the eighties the nineteen eighty series I always would grab. Very cool. And yeah, just just for nostalgia because I already had plenty of those. Um, would you ever buy original art? Yes. Oh my goodness, yes. And would you do pages or commissions or both? Yes. If you did pages, what would you be looking for? The stuff that's worth way too much money and I can't afford. Oh, okay. (laughs) I love splash things and cover things and, like, you know, all the things that I like the most, like, you know, Batman and Robin covers from that Nightwing run. Oh, yeah. Stuff that would be at least a grand, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'd love some of the big uh, saga 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 pullouts that have like Lion Cat and stuff on it, oh, that kind of thing. Yeah. Any 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 Fiona Staples full mm-hmm. page would be great. I'd love um, to reach out to Rock Up Church and get some of that that first rack green. Rack yeah, he probably would sell it so. to you pretty reasonable. Yeah, yeah, he probably needs the money. Um, and if you had commissions done, who what, who would you go after, and what would you have them do? Um, so, so, of course, uh, good old art germ, 
Oh, have him do a commission. Do, make him do a Nightwing. <laughs> he also does a lot of the cool um, offshoot anime stuff. He's a big anime guy. So I'll see him do some of the, the anime things I like. So it would be cool to have him do like a couple of the My Hero Academia characters that my kids and I like. Um, that would be cool. Uh, I'd like to have Sozo Miyakia do some sort of, you know, a Batgirl or any female yeah. character. Just that would be really cool. Have her do like an Emma Frost or something. Or no, a Silk. Have her do a Silk. Okay. The like way it. she does the female form would be amazing. And then have her do a commissioned Silk would be so cool. I would want Adler to do well. I'd, <laughs> I'd want a Walking Dead page, so I'd want oh, a Walking yes, Dead. Oh yes, absolutely. Um, and I wouldn't give whatever you you pick pick one. Of course, I'd love a cover, but I'll take whatever. Um, you have to do your boy Sejic to do to do a, a Moon Knight or something. Yeah, well, I was thinking Sinkevich. Oh, that's what I meant to say. I, Sorry, I'd want a I'd want a Sinkevich Moon Knight um page cover or uh commission you know who uh, would do a dope moon knight commission like a ben temple smith something something oh uh, he would yeah he would that crush would that awesome. yes yes he would crush that that's very good well thank you guys for all those cool questions we enjoy those you may uh reach out to us a variety of ways um if you're a patron you can hop in the slack and leave us a question we'll definitely cover that you can always send us an email comics for fun and profit at gmail.com um, to get your question read on the air. Mm-hmm. Time for a break from our show to pay the bills. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the C4 FAP links you could ever need all in one place. You can provide feedback, listen, support, share, enjoy these. We have our Patreon there. You can buy us a beer or a coffee. You can check out our Instagrams, our Twitters, our Facebooks. Check out our YouTube page. You can email us. You can listen to our podcasts on Patreon, if you're a subscriber, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on Podbean. We have Google Podcasts on there. We have an Amazon wish list. You want to buy Kyle and I something? Fine. You can do that here. We appreciate it. We have Kyle's RPG podcast listed on there, so you can check out his Dork Day Afternoon offerings. We have Cowabunga links, so you can check out the Cowabunga Deep Discount FOC and Pre-Order list. Get on that. That's RLCS, so you can check that out as well. And we want to just give you opportunities to say hi, to check out what we're doing, support us if you would like, or just listen. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the c4 fap links you could ever need thanks back to the show now it's time for the hot 10 hot 10 of course is where i head over to our good friends at cbsi comicbookinvest.com and look at their hot 10 what's spiking what's the difficult things pretty much what have we picked up from a con so at rank number one, we have Marvel Voices, Spider-Verse number one, the Zhang Zhang 1 in 50 Virgin variant, already commanding over $150 for more spiders. Is there a limit on the number they're actually going to have? Love the cover. It's just not that exciting anymore. What Was this the one that you picked? Not this specific. I, you know, I don't know. I've picked a spider. No, I didn't do this one. This was not my. Okay. I knew you picked a Spider-Verse, a recent Spider-Verse, but I didn't know if it was this one or not. Yeah. All right, two, we have World Tree, number one, the misprint. So 
asking between this is of course our good boy uh james tinney in the fourth my boy uh commanding between 25 and 30 dollars this book isn't technically live except that it is anyways it looks like a printing snafu caused the cover to be too dark usually these don't end up a super rare book but we shall see because of course you and i have a bunch of uh we we were able to procure a few saga too dark covers yeah yeah when when the the comic shops destroy them quote unquote Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. At rank three, we have Marvel Voices Spider-Verse number one, the Zhan Jiang non-Virgin variant. Commanding between $20 and $30. If you can get the Virgin, you go for this one. It's still a stunning cover. I don't get it. I don't, I don't, if it's just, it's, if it's not based on anything besides the cover, I don't get it. Um, no, well, this is, I mean, I don't like the cover. There's new spiders. Much. There's first appearing okay. spiders. In okay. Spiders. That makes more sense then. At rank four, we have Star Wars, The Force Awakens number one. Was between five and ten dollars for a raw, forty and fifty for nine point eight. Now twenty and twenty five dollars for a raw, nine point eight is going for oh, about one hundred fifty bucks. Disney announced a Ray project, and although a lot of Star Wars fans are not happy about it, we're hoping this is a good redemption arc. I am psyched for it. I, I love Daisy Ridley as Ray. I can't wait mm-hmm. for it. And like like the Rams, the Los Angeles Rams are with the uh, f them picks. Mm-hmm. And trading their traffics away. I am f f them Star Wars fans that can't get excited for a new Ray Star Wars movie. How dare you say that about our people? They are not our people if they don't like Star Wars. You and I are fit, fickle a hole fans as well, sir. So just remember well, that. Well, that's not really. I just like I like more content. Give me more more Star Wars, whatever it is. This is very true. So we unless it's animated. The- Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we shall see more from Mary Sue Skywalker. At rank five, we have Hedge Knight, number one, the convention variant by, of course, George R. R. Markin and Ben Avery. Seventy to ninety dollars for Raw, nine point four going for one hundred fifty nine point six for two twenty five, and no price yet. Only nine point eight. HBO should be having Game of Thrones shows every season. It looks like this might be moving in that direction. This is from two thousand three's convention, by the way. Oh, uh, okay. At rank six, we have Star Wars, Dawn of the Jedi, Force Storm, number one. This, of course, one of the old Dark Horse beasts. CGC, 9.6, 200 bucks, 9.4, 150. So many first appearances here. And with a Jedi movie announced, people are going to this key, hoping this is the direction that it goes. Another, see, there's another one right there. Mm-hmm. At rank seven, we have Batman Incorporated, number seven. From uh, 2023 here, the John Timms 1 in 25 variant. Between $30 and $50. So many Batman design covers. I don't think we need this many new characters, but we all Who's this clown? Who's this clown? I am unaware. Oh, Lord. We don't don't need more scary clowns in the world, do we? No, we do not. We need less (laughs) Pennywise-type characters. Yes. Add rank eight, Spider-Gwen, Shadow Clones, number one, the second print, Villa, one in 25 variant. Commanding over $50 already. It feels like these second print incentives only do well if they are great covers. This is not necessarily in that, my opinion, but, oh, well, it's good enough. Uh, I'm telling you, <clears throat> this trend is, it, it just bothers me so much. <laughs> not only are we, not only are we doing ratios. Mm-hmm. We're doing second print ratios, mm-hmm. and I mean, come on, folks, don't fall for this. This is this is not this is not re- re- gonna last. There's Drew no way. Bringing out the old folks. 
Come on, Come on folks. folks. Come on, folks. Come, Come on, on, peoples. <laughs> At rank nine, we have Captain Marvel, number 18 from 2020. Was five bucks now, 15 bucks. Can't believe that there are people that are still buying into movie speculation, especially for off characters who don't actually appear in freaking movies. Yeah, I don't know. Although you and I very, very much um, more impressed than we thought we would be with Marvel's trailer. Oh, yeah, I liked it a lot. And Blue Beetle trailer, definitely more impressive than we thought we would be. That looked really good, too, yes. Yeah, very big fan of Show Don't Wear Buena, so that's uh, very cool. I really like seeing that. At rank 10, Ewoks, the number one Ryan Brown 1 in 100 virgin variant. That is a evil looking Ewok on the front of that. 150 bucks. Star Wars fans have nothing Man. bad to say about Ewoks. Oh wait, April Fools was two weeks ago. Poor Ewoks. Poor Ewoks. Get no love. <laughs> no love for the Ewoks. Yeah. As you know, our LCS is Cowabunga Comics, Lake Country's Wisconsin's best pop culture destination for new comics back issues, gaming, retro video games, vinyl, and figures. Give them a call, 262-569-9999. Check them out online at cowabungacomics.com or follow them on Twitter at Incredical. Uh, they are our LCS, and we utilize their deep discount mail order service to bring Walk, Wisconsin closer to us. They'll take care of you. Tell them Drew and Kyle sent you. Say hi to Eric and James from us. If you need an LCS, you can't go wrong with Cowabunga Comics. All right. Let's slide on over to FOC and get our last bite of that apple. Yeah. Of course, FOC, FOC is our final order cutoff. It's our last ability to add a few things to our order and not have to chase those darn things on the secondary market and pay extra money for them. We head on over to... Uh, Lunar Distributions to look through some of our DC content, and then we have our regular content as well. I get this really cool spreadsheet from our good friends at Cowbunga Comics that I use to add things to my order and uh, essentially cost me money, money, and more money. Let's dig through and see if there's anything else we need. Drew, first thing I see is a new 2023 hardcover edition of Court of Owls. Yeah, very nice. Um, <clears throat> if we had that library, that would that'd fit on there really nicely. 100%. I'm looking at the cover of this Batgirls with a Gun Bunny and Gun Hawk, which I'm not familiar with them. Um, I don't know if those are new characters or not. Mm. Doesn't sound familiar. I've heard Gun Bunny before. Oh, have you? Okay. Yeah. I like the um, World's Finest 15 cover C, Walt Simonson doing um, Batman and Superman playing chess. To one in twenty-five, you're not allowed to like it. Moving on. I can like it. Not my pick. I can like it. <laughs> the John Giang throwing my words. Black my Adam face. Eleven, um, off the heels of him having that Spider Verse that was very good. Another nice Black Adam cover. I don't know that Sweeney Boo knows how lasers work, but there's no way that leg is not breaking that blazer. No way. <laughs> Um, so he needs to watch some more uh, Mission Impossible. That is not going to work. <laughs> yep, she's uh, avoiding the lasers at all costs. That's a great Dan Panosian Catwoman as well with the yeah, cats that jumping off. You... Is that nine of them by any chance? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think it is. 
Very nice. Very nice. Mm. And what is what is Kyle's rule always said? I uh, don't know. I've always said I like a good cat cover. Oh yes, you do. You do. Yeah. Oh, you got plenty to choose from then, because the there's Frank Joe is awesome. Yeah, there's also a foil dampen ocean one hundred and fifty, so that yeah, is definitely a good one. And then this this Ryan Gonzalez is a half anime, half regular Catwoman. Yeah, not loving that one. Not either. Pickable Lane, right? We are steadily heading towards the end on Fables. We are at 159 of 162. Flash, the, uh, not penultimate, but, the, yep, the issue before it hits 800. Ah. Um, wonder if they'll be teasing something or someone with a, with a cameo, because they might put somebody big in the 800. Well, currently he is battling the formidable Granny Goodness. Oh, oh. I believe that's the jumping the shark of many things. Then probably not. Probably not. Puck, the artist, and the myth of collar one shot. That's a Scout comic book. Mm. Superman, the man of tomorrow, hits its second issue. Superboy, the man of tomorrow, I'm sorry. (laughs) This is the uh, round robin book, right? Yeah. I like the Superman number four cover D, the Nason Zerdy cardstock variant. Okay, who is that? I don't know if that's, that's one of the Shazams. Yeah, who knows who that is? Titans number one, Nicholas Scott cover A. Not too shabby. Yeah. Okay. And this is um, this is Tom Taylor, right? Oh, yeah, Tom Taylor. Yes. That's gonna be great. There's your blank. You like you like a, a non-traditional a, blank cover. Like a nice pink blank. Yeah. There you go. And look at the Simone de Mayo uh, Titans with like are those all like Polaroids? Yeah. That's pretty cool. That looks pretty nice. They're just so I don't know. Like do I like usually love Jen Bartel, but like she's she's very much uh, I don't know. I don't like I don't like the way she's drawing Nightwing. Okay, so it's it's Raven, Beast Boy, um, Starfire. Which which uh, Flash is that? Would that be Wally West? Yeah. And Cyborg, and then who's the one in the black with the the Dine Dinah something? Wonder Girl or whatever. Okay. All right, that's cool. That's a good team. Yeah, they're a great team. It's for the most part the team. Classic classic yeah. team. And it's Tom Taylor, so like I'm I'm going to read it from the word jump street, and I'm going to try to stay current on it because I'm never current on books. Yeah, um, I don't do a lot of team books, right? So, mm-hmm. but Tom Taylor's going to get me to read this, and I'm, I'm going to commit more to, to more than a couple. Mm-hmm. So I'll stick with it um, through at least a full trade arc before I make a decision. Yeah. I mean, I don't love everything Tom Taylor does, but most of it, most of it I do. Yeah. Now, what's Wonder Vigil? Woman. Go ahead. What's Vigil? Vigil? I don't know. Vigil? Vigil? <laughs> um, it's a Rom V, Lalit Kumar Sharma book, and I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Um, DC, but, we are legends. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, launching, launching big. It's only six issues. But that's fine. 
Wonder Woman 7999, the cover B, the Raza, is a very, very good cover. Mm, yeah, it's okay. It's all right. It's fine. You can Heading have, over you, to Image. You can like things that I don't Arcade like. Arcade Kings number one, Dylan Burnett. What's the deal there? Um, Joe, a mysteriously new face in M- Infinity City, has suddenly become the hottest new player at the Roundhouse Arcade. Anyone can challenge him, but no one can win. But Joe's oh. secret pass is about to catch up to him when his most formidable challenge yet rolls into town, forcing Joe to combo his powers with Joystick, his fists, and his fighting family legacy. Okay. All right. I'm going to look at Ice Cream Man 35. Gosh, can you believe Ice Cream Man's at issue 35? Isn't that great? Keep it going, Maxwell Prince. Would you have Would you have guessed it would last that long? Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Quirky little horror anthology book that goes I would have thought they'd have run out of things to write about. Junk Rabbit number one getting a second print. That's awesome. No one on a third print already for its first nice. issue. That's what I said. You know, you can't go wrong with superheroes and image. Yeah, that's that's you know that's what I always thing. say. It's one thing you hear from Drew. <sighs> Big supporter. <laughs> Down into the boom titles, House of Slaughter fifteen. I very much enjoy Ooh. the co- connecting cover C. Blue Book I thought was originally a three issue series. It's a five issue series. Okay, that's cool. That's down at Dark Horse. The uh, that's the Tinian book that he launched mm-hmm. first over at um. That's right. That's right. Stackhouse. What was it? Substack. Substack. Stackhouse. I like that. Yeah. Because there's Flux House, right? Mm-hmm. Who, who has uh, Kent has the uh, Flux <laughs> yeah. House. Yeah. And there's the Substack. So Subhouse. Miss Truesdale and the Fall of Hyperborea. Hyperborea, over at um. Dark Horse as well. Is that something I should know? Is that a Mignola <laughs> verse? It's a Mignola verse, isn't it? Yep. Uh, Star Wars The Nameless Terror finishes up with fourth issue. Don't even give us a cover. Fury gets his own series in Marvel. And uh, Stranger Things is out. It, that reminds me, there was a... Uh, you didn't like this book. You poo-pooed on it because you don't like him. No, I wanted to tell you about this new one that's coming out. Um, they're crossing over Stranger Things and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Whoa. Which I kind of think works. Get your 80s out of my 80s. You know? Yeah. I like it. Well, that should be fun. I don't know who do- who's doing it. Maybe maybe Dark Horse. I would think so, yeah. If there's a property, Dark Horse will do it. Do they? Do, who has TMNT though? IDW, right? IDW, yeah. So, so they've got a share. Uh, uh, speaking of IDW, we've got Catfight. Uh, this is Andrew Wheeler, Ilias Kriazi. That's terrible, probably. But it's John Wick meets J- Kill Bill meets cats. I don't really see. Oh, I, there is a there is some cats on the cover. Lots of cats. I would pronounce that last name Kyrazis. I like it. Well, I'm going to go with that. But Felix lives a life of high fashion and indulgence. Sure, he steals to get it, but he gets it on his own when a mysterious character by the name of Schrodinger threatens Felix's ah, only surviving ah, member. I see what you did there. You're right. 
an attempt to recruit him into the crime syndicate, he's sent on a globe-trotting game of cat and mouse in a heightened world of colorful criminal masterminds. That could be fun. Could be fun. Never know. There you go. Now we're down in Marvel where I'm talking about Fury number one. I'm not sure why, but I just thought it was neat. Did you say Daredevil and Echo already? Mm-mm. Are you interested in that? How's, how's that is Deckers? by our good friends B. Earl and Taboo from oh. The Black Eyed Peas. But Phil Noto's doing all the art on it? Mm-hmm. Declan uh, Shalvey's giving us our cover B. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, see, I, see, I see the bad. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying now. Fury number one, though. Go, 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 go. Al yeah, once again offering Iron Man number one from 1968 as a facsimile. We have art of the series uh, for either Werewolf by Night or Hawkeye available for $60. wonder what um what Hawkeye run it is. Uh, the series. So they're, they're, they're doing the uh, Disney Plus series. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Same thing with the Moon Knight. They're doing the Disney Plus series. Oh, all right. That is a cool Frank Miller poster for Marvel Universe Loki number one. Storm launches, gets a gets a little art germ treatment, uh, and Ascenti's going to do the writing. So again, the, that'll get me that'll get me to try to try it out. So I will check out Storm because it's in Ascenti. We've got to, of course, pay a lot more attention to these Star Wars High Republic books because High Republic is planning on being one of the movies that they're going to greenlight, one of the shows. Oh. Um, so a lot of these peeps from this uh, time period uh, shall appear on screen of some sort. Very nice. Thor 34 Spider-Verse is given the, uh, of course, Spider homage cover. Dynamite is going to give us a Elvira in Monsterland number one. Oof, I don't care. <laughs> not gonna worry. I'm not gonna read that. Uh, who am I kidding? Oh man, Goat and Bunny Man <laughs> gets a special. And there is a ten copy incentive for Bunny Man. Here's a boom, which is a Horton. Here's a who. Oh, cover. I get it. Um, you know, <laughs> another great. of the. In the long line of Dr. Susian covers. Um, but uh, so it, uh, it's Dr. Seuss, but thanks, sexy. Yeah, okay. Not much there in the back half this time. This piques my interest. Quested number six's video game homage is Wind Walker, um, of which they have renamed Wind Wanker. So. <laughs> There's that. Uh, hilarious. There are homages, and there are things that make you go, come on. <laughs> and then they have homaged the Mignolaverse with uh, their cover D. Right. All right, Kyle, what you got for me? Absolutely nothing. No. I cannot give you the 10-copy incentive of Man, Goat, and Bunny Man, because it's a 10-copy. You got anything in the holster? I do. I do. Um, Go for it while I scroll. Nothing jumped off the page to me today. All the all the titans that I loved were the were the variants. So mm-hmm. I can't take those. So I'm gonna go with uh, Catfight from IDW. 
the Andrew Wheeler, Ilias Kriansis book. Uh, that was my pick. Yeah. Mine is between Wonder Woman 799 Raza, but I, I don't know. And, you know, uh, maybe I'll stick with my love of cats and go back to your your cat cover. So oh, the Catwoman? Yeah, the let's, cat give, let's give the regular Dan Pomnosian cover C of Catwoman 55. That was great. I almost did that. I was like, I don't know. But yeah, that, that was really, I really loved it. Yeah. Spread some love on that one. So not the, not the foil, because that's 150. So the regular. Yeah, 150. I mean, obviously that one is going to spike, but I cannot tell you that. We have to keep it a secret. <laughs> you make fun of me. Yes, every time. Speaking of making fun of you, let's head on over to our good friends at Cover Price and look at their weekly top 10 for the week of April 17th, 2023. <laughs> Start with our number one book, Spider-Man, number seven, the Umbatta Ramos top secret spoiler cover. The nuclear heat that Spider-Boy started is slowing down a bit, but not enough to fall from the top spot. This book features his first appearance and cover appearance, and the community has provided Jesus, one Kyle. heads up. Dan look Swan. how many. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy moly. Oh, yeah. Dan Slott teased the importance of the character while Ramos commented he couldn't believe Marvel would let him put the character on the cover. It was a secret and all, but the moment it was released, that secret was out of the bag. Immediately, FOMO was high, propelling this book to our top spot by the widest of margins. It seems to be seen that if that success can be maintained as Spider-Boy has been noted by Dan Slott as an essential part of the Spider-Verse future, or what's ultimately left of it, tracked a massive 364 copies on the secondary market. We saw a high sale of $199 for a pre-sold CGC 9.8, and we've seen near-mint copies settling around 43 bucks for this beast. That's amazing. Yeah. Back to our Marvel Voices Spider-Verse number one, that John Jiang cover. We talked about this earlier. Uh, we saw how many copies? 56 copies on the secondary market. Actually, let me find out who's in this real quick. Last week, it was Spider-Boy, and this week, it's Recluse and Spider-Friend. Okay, I'll give them Recluse is a cool spider name. That is a good name, yeah. Yeah, so 56 copies continuing to sell on this one. $35 for Raw, settling to 24 if you're looking what he's doing. He's got to be brown, right? <laughs> he, does. He, he does. He does. He has to be. He has to live in wood piles and really, really yes. freak out. At rank three, we have Spider-Boy number one from 1996. Spider-Boy's attention last week has bled over to this week. As we noted <laughs> last week, this wasn't quite the right Spider-Boy the majority were after. But the sudden Spider-Boy fervor gave significant attention to this almaligned of Superboy and Ben Riley's bleh, amalgamation wow. of Spider-Boy. Wow. Of Superboy and Ben Riley. No. Yuck. So there's a new spider Spider Boy. So let's go. F I can't find it. So let's just find any Spider Boy and yeah. then a friend. Okay. Whether many of the purchasers meant to secure this book is up for debate, but it's awesome to see some love for this mostly forgotten mashup universe. Twenty five bucks, eight bucks, nobody cares. <laughs> Silver Server fifty three from nineteen ninety one. Post the Marvels trailer, Marvel Studios confirmed that Zawe Ashton will be playing. The role of Dar Ben, whose first appearance is in this issue. Dar Ben is a joint roller with Ail Don of the Kree Empire. I'm tired of reading alien names. A 9.6 no for $93. Fair market value for this book, 6 bucks 
41 copies moved. Secret Origin number 14 from 1987 is our number five book. Several weeks ago, ago, Frank Grillo admitted that he wasn't the happiest with his role at Marvel and subsequently mentioned he would be taking his talents to DC. While we finally got confirmation, he would be portraying Rick Flagg Sr. in the upcoming animated Creature Commandos. Hence, this book's all quite a run, but no one is positive about how prominent the role will be. There is certainly a score to settle between Rick Flagg Sr. and Peacemaker, with Peacemaker actor John Cena posting a photo of himself animated in costume to social media. Speculation immediately flared. We would see a matchup of the two, which led to track 36 copies sold in the secondary market with a high sale of $108 for CDC 9.8 and fair market value for Rawls in the fine category at seven bucks. Pop quiz, Kyle. Yes. Who did Frank Grillo play in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Zero idea. He played Brock Rumlow or Crossbones in oh, Captain America, the Winter yes. Soldier and Captain America Civil War. You know how I know that? I Googled it because I had no idea who Frank Grillo was. <laughs> That's awesome. When you were talking. Yes. I was like, who the heck is that? That's awesome. All right, at rank six, we have Captain Marvel, number 18 from 2020. Some may have forgotten that the Marvels was even a thing until Marvel recently dropped a trailer for it. In it, we glimpsed Zalway Ashton as then-unknown character holding an accuser hammer. Speculation immediately started swirling that she would be portraying Laurie L., the half-sister of Carol Danvers. While this has been proven false... Plenty of buyers rushed online before this confirmation and helped move 32 copies, 13 bucks. CDC 9.8 going for $61. At rank 7, Captain Marvel 18, the second print, Jorge Molina. This is from 2020. And this is again, Carol Denver's speculation, the L'Oreal, blah, blah, blah. 10 copies moved. CGC nothing. So we got 125 bucks, but you can get it for 50. Oh, no, 100. A CGC 9.8 went for 125. And Near Mint Rawls for 50 for the second print. Much harder to get. At rank 8, we have Star Wars Heir to the Empire, number 1, the 1995 Dark Horse book. This book marks the debut of Vice Admiral Thrawn, the heir apparent to the Empire. Many suspect the newest film trilogy would feature the character upon announcement. But alas, that was not the case. Old Dave Filoni appears to be rectifying that. Fans were ecstatic to spot a glimpse of the throne at the recent Ahsoka trailer after we got a tease during The Mandalorian Season 2. Filoni continues bringing characters and events considered non-canon into the greater Star Wars mythos, and collectors are pumped. Track 26 copies of this moved, a CGC 9.8 for going more than $1,000, and Near Mint Rawls for 193 Breakout your Dark Horse books, people. When was the first Thrawn cover? Do we know? I don't know, but it would have to be after 1995. Yeah. I didn't realize that this was the Thrawn first appearance. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. At rank nine, we have Infinite Crisis number five, the Jim Lee regular cover from 2006. While the George Perez variant saw a flash of heat after the recent Blue Beetle trailer, this standard cover by Jim Lee has received steady attention. Since its release, most collectors have aimed to acquire it as it features Blue Beetle's first appearance and cover. The Perez variant does not feature Blue Beetle on the cover and is often a book found with ease when searching through long boxes. That 
trend continues as fans resort to the aftermarket to secure a copy of this modern day key. We track 26 copies sold. High sale of $300 if you want to see GC 9.8. And near Mint Rawls, fair market value, slipping to about 50 bucks. Yeah, these would have been the um, the ones you would find in dollar books, yeah. Dollar books for sure. This would have been the one. Um, but I probably looked, flipped right by it over and over again. At Rank 10, we have Mystic number 15 from Cross Gen Comics in 2001. This book made the top 10 list this last time, this time last year, due to rumors of Harry Potter. Potter TV series potentially being developed Harry Potter. at HBO. Harry Potter. <laughs> then the J.K. Rowling drama happened and everyone forgot about it. That is until just a few days ago when it was officially announced that HBO Max, soon to be Max, ordered a series based on all seven books that would span ten years, emphasizing faithful adaptations. Harry Potter doesn't have to a clear origin or connection to comics, but that didn't stop fans from securing what is argued as his first appearance of the boy who lived. In this book, in a panel depicting a character with a slight resemblance to Harry, you know, shaggy hair, round glasses, and holding a wand, not exactly a smoking gun, looks equally like Tim Hunter, who used a star wand in Books of Magic. But sometimes the community sees what they want to see, leading 14 copies sold in the secondary market, a CGC 9.8 going for $160, and Rawls for 23 bucks. Wow. Crazy. Before I hop over to the back half of this top 20, I want to, I forgot to, we forgot to do the honorable mentions back at CBSI, so I'm just going to oh, touch base did. on those real quick. Uh, Hollow's Eve, number one, the second print, Stephanie Hans, one in 25. Um, it's a spider-related character, $50 plus, um, from Erica Schultz. So that's the second print. And then they feature an all-detective magazine from January of 1935. It's got like a um, cobra man, man in a cobra suit kind of, over this damsel in distress who's on a platter. And um, it, it, a fine minus copy sold this week, raw. For $21,500. And I was like, wow, your grandparents might have this in the attic. You it's know, crazy. Go get up, g- dig this out. I mean, you got any 1935 magazines? Uh, flip through them, see if there's any damsels in distress on, in distress on the cover, and, um, and dust those bad boys off. Now let's shoot on over to uh, number 11 in the top 20 from our good friends at cover price. The number 11 is Grindhouse Drive-In Bleed Out number five from Dark Horse in 2015. Um, this is because Nicki Minaj will star in and executive produce Lady Danger, an animated series for Amazon Freebie based on the Dark Horse comic series by Alex DeCampi. Um, an executive producer include 50 Cent uh, through his G-Unit film, uh, and TV banner and Starborn Industries will handle the animation. So Lady Danger, uh, an Afro-futuristic agent of booty, who uh, <laughs> must conceal her identity. Oh, oh yeah. Goodness. So eight copies of this move. We're not talking a. It's not. It's not moving a lot. We're not talking any spider stuff, right? But a high sale of ninety-two dollars for a raw. Uh, we're talking more Marvel's voices at rank 12 with Spider-Verse, the John Chang, Jang, uh, 1 in 50. We talked about earlier, they, they've got it tracking 12 copies of that selling. 
high sale of 199 for a near mint. Um, they also have the Mike Mark Bagley regular Spider-Man number seven, um, which sold 52 copies sold and a high sale of 29.95 for a near mint raw. Um, not too bad. Uh, they also track the World Tree number one printing error book at rank 14. Um, um, to have a two dark cover and it's a Sienkiewicz cover is hilarious to me. That is dark because, as balls. Because most of his stuff is murky and dark. And like, who, who was like, you know, this is dark. This is even too dark for Sienkiewicz. Who, who, who caught this? I don't know. Um, but they tracked 26 copies with a high sale of 27 bucks for a raw. Uh, the Star Wars: The Force Awakens ad- adaptation. We talked about that one. Um, this tracked 22 copies of this selling uh, with a 9.8 selling for 150 in raw. Uh, raws near mint raws around 20 bucks. Uh, there's Kyle's Star Wars: Kanan number six from 2015. This yeah, baby, coming in at rank 16. Ever since the Ahsoka trailer dropped, several Star Wars characters have taken to the spotlight. The official casting of Eamon Esfandi as Ezra Bridger Bridger is the Ahsoka series in the Ahsoka series for Disney Plus initially gave this book some heat. Now the show is back in the spotlight. So is Ezra, Ezra Bridger. He's also bringing along Sabine and Hera to step into the limelight. Fans of Star Wars Rebels have had this issue locked down since its debut. However, we have a new fandom clamoring to nab a, cop- to nab a copy of this exceptional key containing three, so many of these. three first full appearances. 20 copies are moving. Uh, CGC 98s are 450, and Raws are going for 115, Kyle. Raws, 115. Yeah. I have three full runs and the full full hardcover trade. Yeah, you might you might want to sell those. Uh, rank seventeen, we have the first Star Wars Kanan. Um, if you're unable to secure a copy of the first full appearances, have hunted down cameo appearances. So there's cameo appearances of Ezra, Sabine, and Era in here. Um, this is selling for CGC 98 for 275 and Raw's at 50. So wonder what you get the whole the whole run for. Probably get a little deal on name your price. Whole, whole run up for 500 bucks. There you go. Um, Batman 134, the Frank Cho 1 in 25. Uh, track 17 copies with a high sale of 25 for a raw. Why, is it, why are we doing this? What's Batman? Oh, okay. Uh, because Red Mask and Batman are fighting. Okay, got it. Uh, Blue Beetle number one from 2006. Uh, unfortunately, I sold my Blue Beetles already, and now the movie trailer looks really awesome. Um, this is, yeah. we, tra- we tracked 50. I picked that, that Frank Cho. I wasn't allowed to, but I, I loved that Frank Cho. Yep, I remember that. Violated the rules. The, the Blue Beetle number one's tracked 15 copies sold with a high sale of 200 for a CGC 9.8 and a raw around 22 bucks. And finishing out the top 20 is. Street Fighter number one, a Malibu book from 1993, and Street Fighter is poised to be the neck, the big screen's next major video game adaptation. Uh, Legendary Pictures has recently obtained the film rights and is already in the process of bringing the game to life. 
while we all may have blocked out the 94 <laughs> adaptation, video game movies have been having more success than failure lately. Uh, this film could be the movie the fandom deserves. Uh, track 10 copies sold, high sale of 25 bucks for a raw. Heck yeah. Uh, was that a Dolph Lundgren movie <laughs> back in the 90s? Does that sound right? That sounds right. Oh, my goodness. All right. Now it's time to give the people what they want. It's time for sneak peeks. Sneak peek at next week. Let's look at the stuff coming out here very soon and pick the ones that you're going to want to have because they are going to be the next thing to blow up in press. I hate the fact that the... Uh, Okay, I'm on the wrong, wrong week. I was like, how was Batgirls an FOC title and coming out this week? Well, it wasn't. It wasn't. That was my Trade fault. Trade paperback for Batman and Robin, volume one. Your love cover. It. Your cover that you love so much. Grant Morrison and Frank Quietly. That was a Creature Commandos trade. That's cool. Ivan Rice doing a detective cover. Giving me some Lee Bermejo vibes. Some of these Green Arrow covers aren't too bad. I love the David Nakayama. Yeah, that's great. Great use of negative negative space there. It's pretty awesome. And then I love Frizen's Harley Quinn. That's a great cover as well. Tough to choose between either one of those. Scout Comics gives us Powering Ways. Um, I don't know any of the creators, but... Might be good. It's not to be confused with PP Poo Poo number 420, the one shot. <laughs> I can't. No. Who's buying that? Not high. We got the fourth of sixth uh, Riddler year one, which has been great. Like I, I said, the, the Sinkevich actors, covers, man. <laughs> let actors write comics. We've got the cover B to Tim Drake's Robin number eight, a very Saturday evening post. My favorite of those Saturday evening post covers. That's very nice. Unstoppable Doom Patrol. I don't think I'm even going to read that book. Oh, maybe. Maybe I'll give it a shot. I don't know. Heading over to Image, we start with Deep Cuts. Number one, Kyle Higgins and Joe Clark. New Orleans, 1917, in the city's bustling red light district, a young clarinet player lands a job with his hero, but he'll soon discover there is more to music, the music business, than playing the right notes. What is this called? It is called Deep Cuts, number one. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was um, that was I think my FOC pick a while ago. Yep. Nothing else in image for me, so I'm heading on down to boom. Something is killing the is killing the children has another slaughter pack. Those have all been kind of neat, but no real money in those. <clears throat> Grim hits its ten tenth issue. That's cool. Yeah, some cool uh, unlockable covers and an FOC reveal cover. The blue book number three, which I thought was a three issue series, and discovered discovered it's not. It's a five. Here we have my FOC pick, the Star Wars High Republic uh, Adventures uh, Jedi Quest one-shot. Oh, yes. We have a cover B that we haven't been able to see, so those are the those things intrigue me. Yeah. But you don't just assume that it's just a, a slacking artist? 
I, I no, I think I'm something's being hidden from me because it's so close to. Yep. Yeah. TMNT last Ronin lost years number three by all of these last Ronins because it's becoming a game and I can't wait for said game. There's the director's cut for issue one. Gavin Smith doing a great cover. Keep doing what you're doing, Gavin Smith. I love you. Adam Warlock facsimile from Marvel. Get another alien relaunch. Is that what we're doing? Seriously? (laughs) We need more Xenomorph covers. Dude, that Shalvi cover is dope. That face hugger in the ice. Oh, that's what that is? Yeah. Oh, nice. Daredevil 10. Needs to finish up its story and do something different. So says I. We are continuing these connecting covers for Invincible Iron Man 5 of all the different Mark units. Somebody needs to collect these and then hand them to me when it's all done because I didn't do the work. (laughs) Yeah, somebody needs to do that. Star Wars Darth Vader Black, White, and Red Number one, Jason Aaron, Peach Momoko, Torin, and Gronbeck doing the writing. Peach Momoko on art. Following the success, Black, White, and Red series produced by Marvel Comics, Darth Vader now takes the spotlight for Tales of Terror by some of the industry's most talented creators. Yes, you want this. What, um, do, why has Gabriel Del Allo, like, fallen out of favor? Like we're not seeing his, him do striking covers anymore. We're not Why seeing is, the consistency. What is that? What have you phoned in? I mean, pretty much since that uh, that big Spider-Man cover, I've been unimpressed. Yeah, he was a all the rage for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love these this this Star Wars black, white, and red. I cannot wait to read. It seems like it's going to be just dark, and I love it. Yeah, is it? It'll be multiple stories. Yeah. Or just, yep. yeah, multiple stories. That'd be cool. All right, I get that we had the Scotty Young covers, and I love Scotty Young covers, but do we really need Thor 33, these Jeffrey Baum, like, derpy covers? What's the, yeah, what's his shtick? Are they, um, they're not toddlers. They're, they're, they're done with magic markers, is what, they, is what is literally what it is. Oh. Yeah, I don't like them. Yeah, is he somebody's kid or something? <laughs> why, why are they getting, why are they getting covers? Out of that. They're not even great. Yeah. Okay. Dude, that X-23 Deadly Regenerous number one is getting a second print, and that is the cover that we liked getting a second print. Yeah, I um, get you. But it didn't change. I don't know if there's a ratioed cover, so we'll have to inquire about the ratioed second print because I, I do not you. have access to whether that exists, but I assume it does. Nothing in Dynamite. Don't care about the umbrella. Yeah. On the back half. Oh, I did want to point something out that I completely forgot about, Drew. Uh-huh. In the image section, there is the Image 30th Anniversary Anthology. We are on 12 of 12. The final one of those came oh, out. Oh, okay. Good, I good. You, you know those, so I, I forgot I wanted to point that out. The two-year, one-year celebration? Yep, yeah. yep, exactly. Good deal. Dream Master from Black Box doing its thing. It's the first issue. Here comes Calico number one of eight. It's a Sigma comics book. Money Shot comes again. I remember talking about Money Shot. It's back. Tim Seeley writing them dirty books. But he lost his co-writer. What happened to the girl that was co-writing with him? I don't know. Um, But I definitely like the 
B cover by Sealy, written. It's kind of the old throwback style. Sarah Beatty. Sarah Beatty was the co-writer. She gone. Yeah, and we've got two polybagged covers. Oh, interesting. Vave, vave, interesting. Silence number one from uh, Literati Press. Devin Craft. It's an interesting looking book. Seven Years in Darkness by CEX Comics Experience. Cool. I got nothing else, sir. This is the point of the podcast where I ask my brother Drew what his pick of the week is. This is the book that he thinks is going to go up in price and be the next big thing to get. Well, I hope I'm not taking yours, but I want that David Nakayama Green Arrow number one. That is a great, great, great cover. Hmm. Interesting. I am going to say, let's go for deep cuts number one. Kyle Higgins, Joe Clark. Gotcha. There are not a lot of covers of this, so a double-length issue. Well, you normally don't like the $6 price point, but it is coming out at double size. So. Yep. No. I I liked it enough to pick it during FOC. I just couldn't pick it again. There we it's go. It's another one of my rules. Drew, it's good to be back and do yet another podcast for our people. We want to thank you guys for traveling along with Drew and ourselves through all the wonderful things in comics, including our sneak peek at next week. Oh, if you want to be part of the more things in our podcast, part of our community, head on over to Patreon, find comics for fun and profit, throw a couple bucks, be part of the Slack community. Um, Drew and I have been trying to put out some uh, additional content with some reviews and some fun stuff uh, that just are our, our hardcore friends will get for drew and for myself see you the good folks at comics for fun and profit have been doing two episodes a week um for quite some time now and it's all thanks to first of all jason and second of all our patrons who allow us to add the space on our server broadcast more store more share more with you listeners i'm envious of those of you who have unlimited storage and media server capabilities we we pay for ours here at at the c4 fap it ain't cheap we thank you so much for those of you who go to patreon.com slash comics fun profit and contribute at any level to say thanks to say i want to be a part of your slack channel conversations i want to get exclusives i want to get early access. I want to get ad free access. I want to get swag. I want to get some free stuff. Whatever your reasoning is, we appreciate it at any level because it does make a difference. So from the bottom of Kyle and I and Jason's heart, thank you for contributing 